Hey, what's up, you spooky bitches? Welcome to another episode of Aaron the Blind Podcast with your host, Aaron, of course. I hope you guys are having a fantastic week so far. I am tired as shit. I am so fucking tired. I do not know why. I had an extra day off of work. I had a nice three-day weekend. And then once I started work on Tuesday, it's as if it just went downhill from there. I do not know why. I It could just be that I was pretty busy, but... It even reflected outside of work to the point where my gym sessions were super shitty and it just really irritated me. So hopefully by this weekend or this week coming up, it's just so much better. So hopefully you had a way better week than I did. And it could just be that I was smoking a little more than I usually do just so I can go to sleep. But I don't I think that probably affected me a lot. So I'm going to slow it down on that. I I do not, I, I don't know. I'm just going to ramble about that for a little bit, but I'm just going to stop myself before I say too much. Anyways, so on this episode, I want to talk about the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that is on Netflix. It did not go to theaters. It went straight to home streaming services, basically. And I would think for good reason. But before I even get into that, I want to just touch base a little bit because I did do a episode with TK on this, but it just didn't come out like everything as I wanted. And it was just like me personally, I felt like I was just going everywhere. So sorry, TK, if you did that for no reason, I apologize. I will definitely buy you some fucking lunch because that's really mean. But again, it was only like 20 minutes, so it wasn't even that bad. But on a brighter note, if you want to listen to me and TK talk a little more, we did do an episode on the Tinder Swindler, and that is going to be out the same day that this episode is out. So if you are listening to this, you are also able to listen to our duo podcast on A Nightmare on a Millennial Street. It is on Spotify. We are trying to get it on Apple Podcasts, but that shit is taking so fucking long. So if you have Spotify, definitely go check us out. And hopefully within the next couple of weeks, it will be on Apple Podcast because they are just dropping the ball and it's super fucking annoying. But we are just going to try to push that and hopefully it is up. But yeah, if you haven't watched The Tinder Swindler, that is a very crazy documentary. It is very eye-opening at first. When I first saw it, the trailer, I was thinking, wow, these people are really stupid. Why would they fall for something like that? But then once I started watching it and listening to their tale... I started to get some type of feeling towards them as like, I feel really bad what they went through. Definitely, of course, because they still have to pay all their debt and whatnot. And the person that swindled them is basically free from everything. And he's just living his best life. So which fucking sucks. I would hope that they were living their best life and he was the one paying them back and whatnot. But yeah, there he is trying to say he's an actor and whatnot. And I feel like I'm saying whatnot a lot, so I apologize about that. So yeah, just go listen to us talk and ramble about that show, or sorry, that movie. It's just crazy as fuck. So let's just get into what we are going to talk about today, because if you haven't watched this movie yet, I don't know if you really want to, to be completely honest. Before I even get into the synopsis of it and what I liked and disliked about it, Personally, for me, I did not like it at all. It was not a great movie. Like, even trying to, like, force myself to really try to get into the movie, I really could not. I did not like the storyline. There's 
times when if I know I know I'm not into a movie because I would prefer to just be on my phone scrolling the internet than pay attention to the movie. So unfortunately, that dropped the ball for me. I did not like expect it to be really well, of course. So don't get me wrong, the scenery, like cinematography, all that stuff was beautifully shot. It was very nice to look at, but storyline wise, character wise, crappy as shit, and I didn't like it. So if you haven't watched it, it did come out on Netflix. It's It was out February 18th, and you can definitely go watch it if you want to. I would probably still say, yeah, I'll definitely watch it because there's that level of people that hated it and then there's the people that loved it and of course in the horror community like people are always going to be possibly having like different thoughts of course like for example me and tk tk hates a quiet place but i love a quiet place i thought it was such a great movie don't know why you don't like it tk like what the fuck it's such a great great movie but anyways of course i'm not gonna hate on that like it's someone's opinion so if they didn't like it they didn't like it for a reason and that's completely fine so if you are a person on the opposite spectrum where you love this movie or you actually enjoyed it, then by all means, you are more than welcome to let me know why you enjoyed it. I had my likes, of course, of the movie, but overall, I did not like it. And the main one was because they brought a final girl from the original one, because this is technically a sequel, and they brought her in thinking that they were going to try to do a Halloween 2018 picture her as a Laurie Strode and if you look at if you watch that movie like the original 1974 movie Sally which is her name the final girl she is not like Laurie she is more like scared and timid and she just of course she's a survivor but at the very end she looks like she is just crazy and like out of her mind because she went through such like a traumatic experience to the point where I wouldn't picture her ever coming back, trying to kill Leatherface, anything like that. She does not look like someone that would do that. But I don't know if the directors were trying to think, oh, we should definitely paint Sally as this badass, badass chick and have her be kind of like Lori and try to kill Leatherface because they probably saw that Halloween, the like when they first made it in 2018, that it did such a great job like I completely agree because Halloween 2018 was amazing I really enjoyed that movie I can watch it over and over and you can even like my dad is a big fan of it because he's the one that got me into those movies so once I like finally watched it I was like oh this is super dope and when I saw this one I was like oh it's a cool sequel like maybe it'll be pretty good but of course I don't really get my hopes up for any type of sequel for a movie because typically it's not as great as the original. Don't get me wrong, some movies do definitely do better than the original. And I, I you know, I just still want to watch it. My curious, curious ass mind wanted to still see and watch it. It's like a popcorn movie, you know? And I feel they just did her so dirty in this movie. She is not a Laurie Strode. She is like a Kmart version of Laurie Strode. No hate on the actress whatsoever. I just didn't like her character as a whole because she wasn't, she's, to me, she's not like a badass person. She is not a Laurie Strode and she shouldn't be here to come back and try to kill Leatherface. Like literally Leatherface is, he does not recognize who she is. He's like, who the fuck are you? Like, I don't even know who the hell you are. I am not here to kill you. I'm here to kill these influencers because they are fucking annoying. Which, 
is another thing that I'm going to get into because the characters were not it to me. I did not have any type of care for them. So let's just backtrack just a really quick bit. I'm going to do a quick synopsis of it. And I'm not going to go through the whole story, of course, because I am going to spoil the movie. So if you definitely don't want to watch it, then you're more than welcome to listen. But this is your time to stop to listen and you can watch the movie yourself and then you may revisit back. So it's up to you if you want to do that. If not, then sometimes I do that too, where I just like watch it. I look at like a kill count or something. I'm going to tell myself, I'll watch it later. And then I just forget about it, you know? So, I mean, it happens. I'd rather just listen to something and be like, I don't really want to waste my time watching it. So I'll listen to like a 30 minute video or watch like a 20 minute kill count, you know? So that's just me. I'm just really fucking weird, I feel. So let's just do a quick synopsis of it. So we have these influencers coming to Harlow, Texas, and it's a deserted town. So they basically are trying to just picture like a ghost town that has been deserted for quite some time. And they bought up like the big property of it. So they want to bring in stores just so they can rebuild the town in a sense. So you have the influencers coming in, which is super fucking annoying. And then you have this, like an orphanage, I guess you would say, because that's what the lady says it is. And she's living there with Leatherface, apparently. Not sure how he got there, because he still had his family at the time, like in the very end of the movie. So I'm not sure what the hell was going on with that. So they were still there. But anyways, he ended up in an orphanage for some odd reason with the lady. And she is taking care of him, letting them know, I still live here. Like, you guys did not buy out this house because I still have the deed to it. But the influencers are basically saying, no, we bought everything. We have the deed. Like, you need to get out. But unfortunately, that's not what happens. So they end up calling the cops. And she freaks out to the point where she is going into, like, some like seizure type thing she like pukes everywhere and leatherface freaks out so he's in the ambulance with the well it's basically the cops and from there once the lady passes away then he gets really pissed off and goes on a killing rampage and that's how it starts so we meet the characters and the backstories of them are definitely not told except for one of them because one of them is a like a school shooting survivor, which we can touch on that a little bit. So I feel like they wanted us to either feel like some type of way towards her as like we should like really care for the character, but they didn't, I feel like they're, like the way they wanted to like, I guess make it, just didn't hit the mark. I feel like it was very exploitive and not really insightful. So I feel they're trying to go like a, a way or a direction that, I don't know, it was like they brought up a social issue that could have probably not been put into the movie because it really didn't have any context to it. So that was just my like view of it. I don't know if anyone else had a different view of it, but... I mean, I talked to one of my friends and he specifically said, I completely forgot about the school shooting like aspect of it because it's there's really no point in having it. I didn't think that that was really needed in there. I feel like it would have been better if maybe they had like their 
like mom and dad like pass away or something and then they're trying to like create a new life so it's her and her sister but I don't know and then especially like putting a victim into like another role where like she's gonna be a victim once again so I'm like damn like that's a double whammy like that's a really fucked up life to go through like that's really messed up so I think they just really missed the mark on that I think they could have just completely taken out that part of the script and it honestly would not have changed anything so that was just my point or my view of it and then also the social issues of course that were put into it I feel they were putting like something on screen just to like see like of course like for today's view but it just missed the mark for it as well I think the story just didn't align correctly and there's just no story to the movie whatsoever at all and in my opinion so I think if they wanted to tackle that a little differently, like they could have done it more successfully, but they definitely did not. They just threw it in there as like, oh, let's just throw this in there and leave it at that. So it was just like, again, like a big thing, like, oh, like, let's just throw this in there. And then it's nothing after, like they never talk about it again. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, what was the reason for that? Like, there's no reason for that. So definitely take that out of the script because again, there's no story to it. Um, one of the characters as well, which is one of the influencer's girlfriend, or soon-to-be fiancé wife. Um, she We don't even know her name. So it's like she's known as Dante's girlfriend or Dante's wife. I literally had to look at IMDb, like the casting of it, and it actually gives us a name. I didn't even bother watching the credits because, or the after credits, because apparently there is an after credits. I was just so over the movie. And I was like, why are you going to put in a character? And she's in the trailer, of course. So, but she has no name. Like, she is a main character, supposedly. She's a part of the group. You would assume that if she's a part of the group, that she would have a name that we would know of. But no. So, that right there already is just me knowing, like, okay, we probably shouldn't care about this character because she has no name. There was just no meat to the characters, I guess, if that's like a saying. There was no substance. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. No substance to the characters whatsoever. And I feel, because of course it's a horror movie, you would you would think like, oh, we really shouldn't care about anything about it. I am a huge like horror person. I love horror movies. And there, I completely get like there's movies where you just can care less about the characters, but you're just watching it for entertainment. Um, this one I was strictly definitely watching for entertainment because there was just no story to it. Don't get me wrong, like a lot of horror movies do not have a story to it, but I still enjoy them at the end of the day. And I, lo I love to watch them. Like, for example, um, the Saw movies, after a while, I just, the story is just like, what the fuck is going on? I really do not care anymore. But I watch it because it's very entertaining and I am a sucker for really awesome kills on TV. So if I can watch that, then by all means, I'm going to watch it and I will definitely have a Saw Marathon once again. So it is what it is. But yeah, like the depth of like the characters, not there whatsoever. And I feel like I'm just being very, very negative at what's going on. So before I even proceed with my negatives, let me just get into the positives of the movie. So for the positives of the movie, I would say that they had some pretty cool kills there were pretty creative at first when I like the first I, I only watched them once of course but now that I've sat with it and really thought about it the very first kill on it 
where the cop the, the cop is basically he gets his wrist broken to the point where like his bone is exposed and he gets stabbed with it in the neck that was pretty cool to watch and you know me like i love really gruesome kills on like in movies so i thought that was really awesome um another one that i thought was pretty cool was when the lady is well she's like a business bank lady she is trying to get out of the bus out of the window but of course she can't really fit through all the way and then Leatherface comes really fast and cuts her in half so that was really cool too to watch um kind of takes an ode to I want to say it was the Texas Chainsaw 3D one where he gets cut in half as well so but this was just done in a different setting in the bus and then another like of mine was definitely the scenery I love the part where they have the dead sunflowers everywhere. Like that scenery itself, like that image was just very nice to look at. I thought it was just very cheesy how Leatherface pops up in the very middle of it. And it's just like, okay, what the fuck? But the scenery itself there was just very nicely shot. I really enjoyed that part. And then of course the cinematography, how everything was shot. It just looked very nice. So I love the visuals of it. I loved how... It just looks very like clean and I don't know. It just is very nice to look at. But let's just go back to my dislikes. Um, my dislikes were definitely the the characters for sure. Uh, the storyline was horrible to me. Like bringing in influencers and trying to bring up this old town and like making it theirs. But it really didn't go that way. Didn't really like that part. Um, I did not like how they did my girl Sally she should probably have not even been in the fucking movie whatsoever i feel they could have just done the same exact thing with just a random lady as if she was the sheriff or something and they could have made the same movie but i think they just wanted to bring such an iconic character back and they saw the like the what is it called they saw how successful Halloween did in 2018. So they were thinking, you know, if they were able to do that, we can probably do this for Leatherface. So they ended up doing that, but it just didn't hit the mark. So another one was the backgrounds of the characters didn't really have any like connection towards them whatsoever. And again, I think they brought certain backgrounds of them so we can kind of have like like a feel for them or probably feel some type of way towards them but again i just really thought it was just very exploitive and it just really wasn't insightful so i think they just didn't they wrote it on script thinking that it was probably going to be really good but then when it went on tv or when they shot it or whatever it probably just didn't reflect the same way if that makes sense and then another one was of course like all their dumb decisions like the decisions are so fucking annoying especially the last scene when the two sisters are going back into their tesla and they basically sit there just chilling and they roll down the windows they roll the the sunroof window down and they put fucking the tesla in autopilot mode so it could just start driving by itself like why like why would you do that like i'm gonna go i'm gonna just dig a little deeper into that part after all my dislikes so after that, I would definitely say that it didn't really feel genuine and it just felt like two force. And when I say that, I think like the sisters, their relationship didn't really feel like sisters. They, it felt very, very forced to the point where 
they were trying to act like sisters, but you can tell like it. I mean, of course, it's just a movie, but I feel when you are playing a part, you should really play a part. And again, no hate to like the like the actresses or anything, but I just really couldn't get into it. And yeah, those were my dislikes. I don't know if anyone else had any more dislikes. You are more than welcome to let me know. Again, if you have like any different like opinions than I do, then you are more than welcome to let me know. But again, these are just my opinions and I'm just like talking out my ass. So, I mean, I again, I still have like some likes to it, but I would see on Twitter like how people are just like going back and forth with it and people are like hating it or people are hating on other people like why didn't you like it or why did you dislike it things like that and it's just like you know it's someone's opinion like if someone didn't like it like they didn't like it and people are like you know you get you are just um you're giving like a horror movie too much not attention but like you're trying to think that it's going to be so great but it's probably not going to be that great so like like um, lower your standards so I'm like, it's not that I have high standards because I definitely do not. Like, I clearly am not making movies, you know? So I definitely, of course, would love to watch a movie. And I'm like, you know, this is a really good movie. Or like, this is really, like, well played. Things like that. But don't give, like, hate to people that don't like the same movie that you do, okay? So that's just my little two cents. So as I was saying, I wanted to go back to the very end because like, I'm not going to go through, like, the middle parts or anything. I'm just going to pull out some scenes that I thought was really, really stupid to me. So let's go back to like the Tesla portion of it when the two sisters are sitting and they're basically about to leave because they thought they killed Leatherface, but they did not, of course. So if you, first of all, first rule, if you are getting chased by like a serial killer or whatever in the fucking movie, I would hope that you would think that the person is not dead so always like either double tap them i personally me if i was in a movie i would mutilate the shit out of them i don't care i would make sure that they cannot walk that they cannot talk that they cannot do anything to me because if you're trying to kill me i'm gonna go over here and try my best to survive and mutilate your ass so there's no fucking way so that's what me and Tiki were talking about. I remember when we were talking about this, she was saying like she would mutilate them as well. So I feel, come on, like you can't uppercut someone with a chainsaw thinking that they're dead and be like, okay, we are good to go. And that's it. Like, that's not how it works. So anyways, in this fucking scene, the windows are all rolled down and the sister that was basically saying she's a school shooter survivor um she is basically saying oh yeah i think i would want to move here with you like as a joke or something and the sister's just like okay whatever and they put the car in and fucking autopilot and fucking leatherface pops out of nowhere and grabs the older sister out of the window because why what the fuck would you have your window rolled down knowing that you were getting chased by a killer and because of that stupid decision she ends up dying she gets decapitated and the other sister is basically out of the rooftop and she's just like screaming and yelling and crying while the tesla is basically taking her home it's just like bruh like why would you do something like that 
if that was my sister or my brother in the in the driver's seat and then I'm in the passenger seat, I'm gonna make sure the car is locked. I wanna make sure the windows are rolled up. I'm gonna make sure that they turn on that car as fast as possible and I'm gonna tell them to step on the fucking gas and leave so we can fucking bounce and I'm not trying to come back to this fucking town and try to die. Like, is that so hard to think about? Like, I, I mean, am I the only one that thinks that? Because I... Yeah, so if my brother or sister listen to this, and if we ever ever in that situation, you better not be talking to me until we are out of that town like 20 minutes away, because I am going to be freaked out, I'm going to be pissed, and I'm going to be like, do not talk to me until I am safe, you know? But I got to make sure you're safe too. But at the same time, like, just just step on the gas. Like, don't put, you, don't put the Tesla in autopilot. Like, it's going to go like 40 miles an hour, I think. I don't know how a Tesla works, but that's what, what I assume would happen. So yeah, I mean, it goes really, really fucking slow in the very beginning. Yeah, so that part was super annoying. And then I'm just gonna touch on another little part um, was when Leatherface gets his chainsaw. So the way he gets his chainsaw is just very, very odd. Apparently he hit it in the wall of a house, in the house, and he has to break the wall in order to get his chainsaw. And me, I was thinking like, okay, you hid your chainsaw in the wall and you plastered it back up as if it was never there and then you probably repainted it and stuff so then now you're breaking the wall so you can get the chainsaw out like do you not have a shed or do you not have like another room that you can put your chainsaw in like a garage or something that was really annoying and that was just like five minutes of waste because again like why would you do something like that and i know i said i was gonna touch on one more thing but this will be the last thing and then i will let you go i promise the last one would be that they did Sally really dirty. That she came as like some badass person, which to me that she doesn't fit that role. And they kill her off really, really fast. So, and she didn't even have like a really cool death. Like, I mean, it was cool. Like how she's getting like, not mutilated, but basically like the chainsaw through her body. And then he, she's lifted up. That That's pretty cool. Um, but then like, that was it. Like, that's all we saw her. And it's like she was in there for a bit and then she was gone. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? You know? So yeah, that was, that was my opinions on this movie and like what I thought, my review of it. If I had to like give it a rating of like A through F, I'd probably give it like a C minus and that's being very, very nice. And yeah, like that was just not, it, it was just not it. Oh, yeah, and the bus scene was whack as fuck. Well, the Goro was super cool, but if you're going to see Leatherface pop up in a bus with a chainsaw, I would hope that you're going to be running instead of popping up your phone and going on Instagram Live. So (laughs) do not do that. You know, like, use, like, the, like, number of people there and just, like, tackle him, you know? Like, beat him up. If you see, like, he's just like, oh, someone fucking died. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, that's just going to do it, guys. I think for the next week... What I'm going to do, I want to do a, like, how if I would survive, like, a certain killer. Like, I'll do, like, a tier list of what I want to do. And I'm probably going to put on my Instagram about, like, you guys giving me certain horror characters. And I will basically list them from, like, if I will survive or not. I'll probably, like, think of, like, a cool tier list to try to, like, figure out what to do. And the following week, I definitely do, or 
in the next coming weeks, I would say, I want to touch on the true story or semi-true story of how like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was created because it is based off of someone named Ed Gein. So I want to basically bring up that story. It's not fully like about him, but yeah, I mean, I, I want to do like another like true crime type of podcast episode. So I think those are pretty fun. So hopefully I can be able to do that. And again, if you have any type of episodes you want to listen to or any type of, I was going to say options, but like, (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. If you have any ideas of what you want to talk about, you are more than welcome to shoot me a DM and I will definitely read it because I definitely read all of them. I am trying to get much better at doing all that. So hopefully within the next couple of days, I can get on that. So until next time, guys, I hope you guys have a fantastic week or weekend whenever you are listening to this and I will see you soon.